0: All right, well, now the countdown's over, uh, we're back, or maybe we're here. I don't know. We're kind of rebranding everything. We're here. So, as normal, Sam Luke, Nolan Lane, except we're joined by a guest today, Eli Finley out of Callaway County. Eli, how hey, you sir, doing? I'm
1: good. How are y'all what doing? Like do the thing.
0: Hold up. We have, like... <laughs> <laughs> they're so stupid. I love it. I don't want to use those. Um, anyway, Eli have our own soundboard, that'd be actually dope. We could buy, like, an Elgato. We could go all the way down there at all. Anyway, what do we got on the slate today? We got Eli joining us. We're going to ask him some questions. Uh, Eli is down in Callaway County. Uh, Eli, you were ranked, uh, I can't remember the exact source, but you were given the uh, title of co-best player in your region of last year. Uh,
1: How do you feel about that? Like, yeah, it's a big honor for me. Obviously something that I've been working for and um I was very very blessed to be recognized with that honor this year. So I I'm just really appreciative.
2: Uh Eli, uh I got a question. So, uh I'm sh- I'm sure all of us at some point, you know, played elementary school basketball yeah. where all about making the fundamental passes and you know, uh, at what at what point when you were playing, did you realize like oh, I'm better than everyone else around <laughs> me. Like, this is, this is not going to end soon. This is going to be a thing that I continue to be good at and I continue to get better at. When, when did that click for you? Well,
1: in about about sixth grade, I um I had an older gentleman named uh, L.D. Carey, and he was a, a guy who actually taught a Murray State women's basketball player how to, like, shoot a ball and stuff. And he really just, like, he helped me a lot with my game and just really gave me a lot more confidence in myself to go, man, like, no, I can do this. I can, I can be more of a more of a big time player, really. And just, I feel like in in that uh, that aspect in middle school, I really was just like, I feel like this is something that I can uh,
2: I can succeed in.
0: Speaking of success, <laughs> he's
2: an and then, alumni. And then, when you say success, I think that before you came on, uh, one of the things that. We wanted to know: Is you are, according to your max prefs, still a sophomore in high school? Right? Mm-hmm. You just yes, sir. Rounded out your sophomore. Uh, you just rounded out your sophomore year. We, it's it's about the time for a high school athlete to start thinking about recruitment. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you had Have you had schools reach out to you? So I've
1: actually been on a few unofficial visits. I went to Belmont, Lipscomb, and Liberty in the past year, and um, those are three schools I'm very interested in, and. Um they're they're actively recruiting me and so um I'm really excited to uh see what the future holds for them. Um I'm this summer uh hopefully we'll get to pick up some more interest and offers too, playing travel ball.
2: Yeah, that, that sounds great.
1: You said what, what schools, Liberty Belmont and Lipscomb. They're all um mid major D one.
0: Yeah is our mid major guy, that's what Lane is here for. Yeah. Lane has in the background
3: a nice I'm a huge, of WKU field toppers. Love it. I'm a huge mid major guy. And people say it's almost kind of disrespectful to be viewed as a kid who's gonna go to a mid major school and that you're not going to like a, you know, power five like Louisville, or Kentucky or the big ones like Indiana and everything. How do you feel and how can you respond to that by showing that your game at if you go to the mid major level can ball up with like these power five guys like we see every year in the tournament?
1: Well, you know, uh, I would consider myself a pretty athletic guy, but I'm not going to just – I'm not, you know, six going to put both my elbows in the rim. So I'm probably not going to be yeah. a Power 5 player. But, you know, I think uh, you see guys in the NBA like Rajon Rondo, who is just – man, he's all IQ. And I think, that, I think that you see a lot of mid-major guys that end up being more successful than the Power 5 guys because they play the game in a smarter way.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: We're uh, no about- are- uh I, I, I mean, I would have to agree with that. I mean, you brought up Rayjean Rondo, and although he did go to, you know, UK and everything, mm-hmm. he was – he's one of the most highly renowned players that making passes and everything, he averaged almost 10 assists his whole career. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, if there's any other players that I would say who've come from these smaller s- schools, I would say like Stephen Curry out of Davidson and everything, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. kind of – as an overlooked school but you know once you get into the tournament in these things which might be a stage that you get on in the future hopefully let's keep our fingers yeah. crossed that i mean you can i mean you can ball up and you can be like the next cinderella story george mason loyalist chicago you know
1: yeah i agree i think that uh <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah this is all our recruitment so I, I want to
3: <laughs> if you got a western that'd be awesome that's funny I'm that's funny in-
0: But with a, uh, you know, we're just talking about different paths for you. All right, you know, go ahead, Nolan.
1: Oh, that's a tough one. I would say my dream school, obviously growing up in Kentucky, it's got to be UK. You know what I mean? Like that's just every kid in Kentucky. I mean, I don't know. No man, <laughs> come on! I got some friends that are Louisville fans. I just, it's kind of like a, a point where I'm like, look, I'm not sure if we can be friends if you support the Cards. Um, one
2: Yeah, rough year, rough year to be a card. Um, one thing that I one thing that I wanted to point out is um I I'm kind of an NBA guy over college sports guy, mm-hmm. but uh I I was looking today you have almost the exact same stat line in your, you know, your league as uh, current NBA player DeJounte Murray hasn't his like really? down to the exact same amount of points, the exact same amount of assists, and only about 0. 0.4 rebounds off. Um, when you look at that, there was conversations this year about DeJounte Murray, maybe making an all-star game. There's conversations about, you know, him being comeback player of the year, all of these things. Uh, I- I'm sure that I'm the first person to ever give you the <laughs> DeJounte Murray comparison, unless, <laughs> unless I'm mistaken. But uh but when you when you think about it and you think that you're playing at the same level in your league as an almost all-star is playing in the NBA, does that kind of give you a confidence boost? And is that things that you think about during the season of I got to make it to the next step and I have to be like these guys?
1: Definitely, definitely. Um, that's a good uh, good way to look at it is just kind of trying to think about what, I, what can I do to help my team win? What can uh, – What can I do for my brothers on my team? Um, I feel like DeJounte Murray, um, I love his confidence. And so uh, if I could steal something from him, it would be his confidence. I feel like that kind of playing at, you know, a level where you are scoring a a fair amount of points and putting a lot of shots up can come with some pressure. But I feel like that, you know, um, just being confident through that and dealing with that and knowing that you're just out there doing the best that you can. Uh, alleviate some of that pressure and makes it feel easier. Yeah,
2: I I, I completely agree to that. Yeah, and I I know that I am definitely the first to give you the DeJounte oh, Murray. Definitely, I
1: haven't heard that one
2: before. I'll go ahead, and, I'll go ahead and take credit for that. And I don't know if you're a I don't know if you're a Hawks fan, but if you are, I would recommend a jersey. I think they're one ten on Fanatics.com. But you know, if he ever if he ever has a free agency move, uh, we'll try to get into the Pacers or something close. Um, I did want to hop into a little bit about today's sports since we only have, you know, a little bit of time. Uh, the thing that happened that broke today is Jim Boheim. Uh, he, Bayheim is, Bayheim, uh, Bayheim, Bayheim,
4: Bayheim sorry. I was yeah, reading it. Man. About what I was reading. Come on, Luke. You're supposed to be <laughs> on the freaking on sports podcast, yeah, I, I dude.
0: S- Your only, only job is. is to know this stuff. That's it. That's
2: no, all all you is. Know is. I was reading the words <laughs> that were on the page in
4: front of me. Jim Bayheim's going to just like teleport. To Owensboro, Kentucky, and just like slap the hell out of you, dude.
2: <laughs> well, he's that's the furthest place he's teleporting because he's not teleporting to the coaching jobs next season. Okay, but
4: have you seen that dude around student student reporters? He hates them. So, like, I mean, he's not. I don't think. I don't think a nineteen year old from Kentucky is going to be any different. So, he, he uh, won't deal with him anymore.
2: Though it also seems like he <laughs> maybe hates
4: winning. So he got fired. <laughs> Let's just be honest. He probably got fired. <laughs> There's no way he retired. Probably. He said he literally said like three weeks ago that he was coming back. That, dude's, that dude got fired. Uh, Eli, Elon, what do you think about Jim Beheim?
1: <laughs> I have no comment.
0: <laughs> I gotta be honest. <laughs> nah, I don't. So
2: doesn't think like I know who Jim is.
4: <laughs> oh, did no one catch uh, that?
0: Lane, you can't just get away with that. <laughs> Wait, what did Lane say? Somebody ducked his lane.
3: On. I knew, I knew it was, I knew it was coming.
4: He referenced yeah,
0: the. Um, the yeah, no, that
4: Luke. That yeah, he killed a lady driving, hit a lady and killed her. Yeah. Oh. nice.
0: Yeah, back
3: in like 2019 or 20. So, <laughs> oh, great. What do you mean? Um, oh, nice.
1: Is that a wait? Was that the Syracuse guy?
3: Yeah, the Syracuse yeah.
1: guy. Oh, yeah, I know who that is. Never mind. Yeah, that's how, unfortunate. How about Say. that
4: though? How about that? You want to know the way Jim? You don't. Know, you want to know how successful Jim Beheim was, though, in the last like ten to fifteen years? He didn't even know his name. So, like, yeah. let's just be honest here. Like, he like he got really dipped off there, dude.
0: Yeah, but like, you got to look at like his full coaching history. He had guys like like early two thousand Syracuse was top tier.
4: No, they weren't. They had one year. <laughs>
0: uh
4: and, like and that one year Anthony.
0: they
2: were
4: top tier. Mellow. Yeah, Carmelo won a title. That was it.
2: Eli, you said you're currently like, you know, in the process of recruiting, and one of the schools that reached out to you is Liberty. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just checked. They mm-hmm. fell earlier today in the A-Sun Championship to Kennesaw State. Yep. It, you know, when you're in the recruiting process, because I promise you, none of the other people
4: in this call have ever <laughs> tried to
2: have been recruited for any type of
4: <laughs> Eli knows only, our athleticism. You've seen the you extent only, of our athleticism. You can only speak
2: to this. I think Nolan – Got an offer from Tennessee State about a food eating competition. <laughs> but I think that that's
0: oh. Dude,
2: no. hey. oh man, it's not that
4: bad. Look, look, he's smaller. Look, I'll you. take off my shirt, dude.
2: Um. Anyway, so like when you watch a team that you know has offered you, or I don't know if there's been official offer, but I know they're recruiting you. Uh, are you are you like cheering for them because that could be your future alma mater, or like how how does that How does your fandom work for a team that you could possibly play for in the
1: future? Definitely. When a when a school starts recruiting me, I go on like all my social media and follow all their guys, and I start keeping up with their games. And I was definitely pulling for Liberty. It hurt to see them lose. Um, They've actually got a a player on their team named Colin Porter, who is from Ashland, Kentucky. And me and him uh, played against each other last year in a tournament. And so getting to watch him at Liberty now is pretty cool.
0: Nice. And hopefully, maybe.
2: If it if it comes true, playing with him in a few seasons. Yeah,
1: yeah, it would be a fun be a fun backcourt.
2: Um,
4: did anybody have right, anything? Hang on, I got a quick question for Lane. Which one do you like better right now, Eli Finley or Ty Price? Eli Finley, because I've actually <laughs> talked to him. Yeah, he was simping hard Man. for he was simping hard for Although, Ty Price.
3: I dude, I liked I like Ty Price's game, but this interview is not about Ty Price. This interview is about Eli Finley.
4: I know. I just got to add that in though. You had that, you had an entire night where our entire Instagram feed was just you going tie price. And then that was the whole thing. So I just had to ask. Was it actually like, I'm sure it's, I'm sure it is at a higher level
2: for, you know, NBA players or college athletes, but even on a high school level, do you watch um, other, other players of your caliber? Like, or is that something that, you know, you're one track minded, you're watching your team and you're watching your opponents or do you ever watch other people who are, nationally ranked and the your co-player of the month and all of these things or are the, are those people whose game that you pay attention to So I try to do a,
1: I try to do a good job of watching
2: like our game film studying breaking down my
1: film what I did well could improve upon I watch our opponents film but then I'll also pick out two or three guys at different levels who I think my game resembles and so I'll pick out a guy from DeJounte Murray Yeah I, no no I don't play anything like him but there <laughs> Oh, There's a guy at UNLV. His name is Jordan McCabe. And yeah. I I watch him a lot. I study a lot of his film. Um, Clint Capella. Jerry McCain in high school is a guy that I feel like I play like. I watch his film. <laughs> so there's just different guys I, I try and pick out.
4: What about Zion Williamson?
1: I feel like that's a pretty good yeah, player comparison place. for me. I feel like that's
3: yeah. a good player yeah. comparison.
0: Dude, as long as hey, you not a right now. Did, did you Eli, see what? Hold up! Have you seen the the stuff uh, Draymond said today about Dylan Brooks?
2: I did not. What did he say? What's happening with this Memphis Grizzlies team?
3: Well, <laughs> They're falling apart, off, dude. Grizzlies are falling apart. Jaws, Jaws. Jaws.
2: Jaws. First guy I have seen well, hustle I, his they way, they way out charge- of the
4: league. Oh,
3: dude!
2: Exactly. <laughs> most people, most people talk about trying to get their like mom out of the hoodie. He's trying to put his mom back into it. it. Is like he, he wants. Yeah. They're so bad. He wants to have another come up story. Like I don't get what it is.
0: What happened with Dylan Brooks? Dude. Uh, so this like Dylan Brooks and Draymond have just been going at it for like a while now. Well, today Draymond got on his podcast and he like Dylan Brooks just keeps running his mouth about Draymond. And Draymond obviously like, four rings. DPOY multiple times, I think. Like, he's Draymond Green. People have tried, and they tried, and tried, and tried to mess with him, but you can't do it. He's Draymond Green. Dylan Brooks is not an exception, because Draymond gets on his podcast, and the first thing he says is, like, "Like, you can't talk to me the way you're talking to me, because I didn't just, like, fit into this defense. I created this defense, and he's like, you have done nothing. (laughs) So now there's just this old beef. And, like, it's been there for a while, but today I think Draymond just putting into it with Dylan um, Brooks.
2: How, how does, like, random NBA beef even start? Like, we're going to come out tomorrow, and, like, Marcin Gortat is going to be, like, live-tweeting LeBron James. And, like, <laughs> like it's just the most random guys. They don't even play the same position, do they? Isn't isn't Dylan Brooks a shooting guard? Yeah. I have, honestly, yeah. yeah. How, do they, how do they even... Like, how does, does Dylan Brooks on the Grizzlies be like, yo, that tall guy on the Warriors, man, I I, I got something against him. Like, did they, was there a hard foul that led to this, or did he simply just not like him?
0: I honestly don't know, because it's like, okay, this whole beef is so far away from the court now that it's hard to go back and see where it started. Because, yeah. like, every other post ESPN makes is Dylan Brooks and Draymond Green. And it's like, guys, just show us what freaking happened. Like, go back.
2: Please. Okay, so one of the things that I wanted to throw in here, uh, the mother of Jamar Chase's child uh, had tweeted or put on her Instagram story today, Mr. Chase, you have some skeletons in your closet. I know the real you. Stop dodging the courts and responsibilities. You know yourself that I have multiple videos that will in your career. I'll have my attorney at the Bengals facility in two and a half seconds. You know what's up.
4: T. Higgins so step right with,
2: up, maybe. With with the with the recent news about Joe Mixon and his shooting an eleven year old, and uh, oh. and Jamar Chase uh, apparently having like sexual assault videos of him sexually assaulting his baby mom. If if Joe Burrow wins a championship, does the goat debate just end? Like Tom Brady? Yeah, he has seven. <laughs> Patrick
3: Mahomes. Oh Joe Burrow so swaggy and likable.
2: If Joe Burrow, if, if <laughs> vanilla ice leads like the longest yard team from the prison grounds to win <laughs> to, to win the Super Bowl, <laughs> does the GOAT debate just cease to exist? I think yeah,
4: No. To, right? No, definitely not. Tom Brady won with a lot less talent in the past. There's no way, dude. Okay. This but isn't actually a debate, right? You're joking. Start, I hope to I pray you're joking, dude. I really do.
2: Oh, I, I yeah,
4: I'm joking, but like, there's gotta you know the MVP
2: award doesn't really fit what it would mean to bring a bunch of convicts <laughs> to hoist the Lombardi. Like, imagine what, what what the conversation would be for Patrick Mahomes if Travis Kelsey had like a DUI.
4: Like, like the conversation. It's not the same would be- thing. That's not the same thing. It's not the same. I have a feeling a, D, a well, DUI is shooting an eleven-year-old.
2: So. That is a good Dude, point. He lost his entire point. receiving core? So I don't even think Patrick Mahomes has to get seven Super Bowls to pass um, <laughs> to pass Brady as the goat. It's kind of my comparison with LeBron and MJ. I personally think LeBron is the greatest of all time. Eli, I would love your take on that. But uh, you want to go ahead and give it. Who I'm do you think MJ the goat is in I'm I'm MJ. Through I mean, it's
1: it, in my mind. It's Lynn. not even close. I mean. When you're six and zero in the
2: finals, <laughs> just that's he's the goat. But doesn't LeBron have eleven trips to the finals and didn't? Yeah, I mean, he's in mean, the it, first round like four times. But how many? And the thing many is, did he lose, like, though? oh, like nine, right? <laughs> or like seven or something. I mean, is it <laughs> he's yeah,
3: losing, right? is the
1: greatest play I mean, he's the how player? player on got? the
2: biggest stage. But but he's lost more NBA finals than Michael Jordan has been to. Is, like, yeah. How many
4: How many championships how many but MJ championships also you know, uh, for, played,
1: played baseball for a few four. years for no reason.
4: And, and sucked at could it. Have
3: last yeah. year.
4: Um, and I mean but, you can't
3: use Space Jam as an argument anymore because both of them were in the Space yeah. Jam. Like Jordan had a better Space matter. Jam. There's only one that, argument. that
4: has Don Cheadle in it though.
2: There's only one Space Jam with Don
4: Cheadle. Yeah, Don, yeah. the only movie in which Don Cheadle sucks in may I add. Um,
2: but yeah, I don't even think that Uh, I don't think Mahomes has to have seven rings to pass Brady. I think if Mahomes got four, I think that the conversation is close because I think that, like, his athleticism, like, puts his level to an entire different game where he doesn't have to have the stats. He has, like, the actual physical ability.
4: Well, in that case, it would be literally the same thing as LeBron versus MJ because the whole thing is LeBron's ability over MJ's championships. That's exactly what it would be, so, like, Eli, you're not going to hurt my feelings, but do you
2: think that people who say that LeBron is the greatest have a recency bias? Or, like, what do you think that the uh, opinion is for people who do believe that LeBron is the greatest? Because you said you don't even think it's close. So how do people like me form these out-of-outrageous opinions?
1: Well, I mean, I can I can see the other side of it, too, though, because like I can see the LeBron point. I mean, he is the all-time winning scorer in the NBA. Like, that's got to mean something. And obviously you said the 11 straight finals like he has very impressive accomplishments. I think it just depends on what you're basing your argument off of cuz like for me for MJ I base my argument off of undefeated in the finals. But you know that's not always what what everybody's going to say is their argument. Like different people are going to have Bill different. Russell. Yeah. Like if you're if you're basing off championships then you'd say Bill Russell. <laughs> so I mean it's very debatable.
2: Uh, do you want to try to get a Bill Russell comparison for your high school game? Because I know that we've given you Jordan, and I know that we've given you Dejounte Murray, but I can go Bill Russell. I just, if, I just don't see it. Eli, if you Collins. want us to go
0: on record, if you want us to go on yeah, record, cool. make a post. We'll say Eli Finley is the next Bill Russell. And the just is called, they'll say that Eli Finley is the next Bill Russell
2: if you want us to, but that is not an opinion that we hold on our
4: own. I mean, honestly, it's an opinion I hold. I think I'm all between in. I'm, I, I'm Bill all Russell,
2: in. it's between Bill
1: Russell or Brian Scalabrini.
4: Brian Scalabrini. <laughs> Scalabrini. It's got to
3: be Scalabrini.
4: You're, they're oh, both. the White Mamba.
3: Bro, we're gonna white. hold you down, shave the top of your head, and like get it all bald and patchy. You're the next Alex Caruso. Oh, Slap a yeah. headband on you, man. <laughs> yeah, you resemble his game a lot. The guy
2: from the Pelicans who got popular for like five days because he just had like 47 steals over the course of five games.
3: What'd you say? Do you all know? How- uh, is it no Alvarado idea. or something? Yeah, it yeah, was-, was. It was Jose Alvarado. Like Alvarado. Yeah, played at Georgia Tech. Yeah.
2: I had never heard of him. And then he was on ESPN like 10 times over the course of three days because he was just stealing the ball from every living player in existence. And then he disappeared from the face of the earth. i never heard about him again. I thought he was about to be an all-star that year because of how often he he, was. He was in the Rising Stars game this year. Isn't he like old?
3: Yeah. No, he just just came out of college. He's a rookie. Yeah, he's He's on that Georgia. He was on that Georgia Tech
4: team that won the ACC here a couple years ago. Yeah, it went on that little run.
2: How old is he? I thought he was
4: a grown. That old. He almost went to Kentucky. He almost transferred to Kentucky. So like, yeah, like a year ago, twenty three or four. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, here a bit. I thought that was like an old guy. Like I
0: thought he was old. Not at all. Have we talked about the combine yet?
4: Have we talked about the combine? No,
0: we haven't. Eli, Transition. Anthony Richardson, you want to say?
4: Yeah. Who's going first?
1: Uh, first draft pick. Do you keep up first draft NFL? pick? I have. I keep up. I do not keep up with the NFL at all. I just watch the Super Bowl. But first pick That's in right. uh, twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty seven is my boy Cali County quarterback Wyatt Robbins. Uh, you heard it. let right well, bold it's take. Bold take. take. <laughs> <laughs> <He's> going, <laughs> comparison. I I mean I would say his game more resembles like Lamar Jackson, but
0: okay, ooh, he's okay. hey, he's a dog that's respectable. Again, if you he's want like an official a... comparison, we will give you an official comparison.
3: I if you just want, next, want Kurt, to real next quick. Kurt Warner, next Kurt Warner.
2: He's like Michael <laughs> Vick, but if he like worked at an animal shelter instead of kick dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So 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 we'll. We'll definitely look out for him. Um, Write that down. He's like, it's like Ray K, Rice
3: if he was an elevator repairman.
4: <laughs> Tyree yeah, Hill if he elevator assault. Kareem Hunt Just if he was a <laughs> <the> masseuse.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, Adrian I Peterson
4: think- if he didn't spank his son. <laughs> We're gonna end it off with that.
3: Wasn't
2: even a clever one for that one. That was just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Adrian Peterson. Talk, he he
0: took
4: a switch. Care. He took a switch to his kid. I don't know anything than taking a switch to your kid's face would be better than, you All right. know. The last thing we're gonna talk about. Um, Actually, I had one more question
3: for Eli about his game. I was. It was just one question there. that I wanted to ask. Was what is the best feeling you can get in a basketball game? Because I always thought it was an and one, or if you hit a clutch three, you hear the crowd. Chanting your name, everything. What is probably the coolest feeling? Uh
1: the coolest feeling's definitely gotta be winning a district championship. Winning we've won a district and we've won uh two we've won two sectional titles in two A. And the feeling after after mm-hmm. those games, when you're in the locker room, like throwing the Gatorade on coach, it's one of the best feelings ever. You get a sober. So with you guys.
2: You said you won three championships. Two were what, and then one was the regional? Oh, we won a,
1: the 2A sectional twice, which is like the 2A state tournament. It's how you get a berth there. And then we won our district once last which year. Which of
2: those feels better to win?
1: Oh, district for sure. Got to beat Murray at home. It was awesome.
4: Oh, yeah. Murray independent.
3: Yeah. Hey, uh,
1: I got to hop off, guys, but I, I appreciate y'all having me on. Thank you.
4: Sam, play the thing. You're welcome. No thing. problem. Send him off. All right. See y'all. Do uh, okay. the thing. Send our boy up. off. Okay.
3: thank you. Salute. It was a pleasure.
0: All hey, right, take care, buddy. All right. Well, I got was that was that out of the way. Um, let's
2: talk about some more
4: stuff. I guess.
3: Yeah, we can go for another 10, 15 minutes. We
2: got up. yeah. Um. So, uh, a post that we're going to be making on our uh Instagram soon is uh Lane's mock draft. But before it goes public. I thought that we could take a dive into it. Um, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: So Lane has the Colts trading up and the Bears trading back, Bryce Young being selected first. Now, Lane, um, I know that along with your mock draft that's going to be posted, you're also going to do some draft combine rises and some draft combine. Yes, Um, yes. You still have Anthony Richardson being selected as the fourth quarterback in the draft. You have Young at one, Stroud at two, Levis at five, and then Richardson at nine. Do you think that, uh, do you think that the answer, Anthony Richardson draft combine is going to have the same effect on teams that the, uh, that the, uh, Wilson, uh, pro day had on NFL teams, Zach Wilson's pro day. Hold
0: up. First uh. thing for credibility, uh, Levis at five is a trade for that pick. Seattle's not taking Levis. Is, is a listening. trade, yes.
3: Seattle will trade not be with, uh,
2: The Raiders trade up.
0: The Raiders, yeah. the
3: Raiders trade up. I just
0: need up. to clarify that because like some poor guys going to be listening and go, Seattle's going to take a quarterback? No, they're not. They're just not going to. Unless they do, which would be fine. Go ahead.
3: Yeah, and really addressing all those quarterbacks that Luke mentioned that I had in my draft. And with the teams that are in, keep the teams in mind. I feel like the Bears at number one can pull, you know, the double trade down. They can move down to two, see see what they want, see if any other teams are interested, you know, if the Texans want to hop up. If they think uh, Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud is their guy, whoever's more vulnerable to be taken. And then they can trade down to the Colts, which I had, went ahead and had them trading down to the Colts because I feel like the Colts can give a good offer. I mean, the Colts, Colts, in terms of edge rushing, you know, uh, I think he's going to be a free agent. You got Yannick and who possibly could be re-signed. Um, you have uh, Shaq Leonard, and then uh, Bobby Okereke, and everything. So I feel like the Colts' defense isn't really in isn't really a pressured kind of topic to go after or a position to go after, which they can use that as capital to get up and get up and take their guy. Which I think the Colts are probably the team that's in most dire need of a quarterback right now because I cannot name a single quarterback on the Colts roster. Do you, so do you think I gotta ask you a
4: question right? though, Lane. I gotta ask you mm-hmm. a question real quick though. You think that they're gonna go for Young because they think that he can be more of a start day one type of guy instead of Levis? Um or you think they're gonna go with Levis because of the pro you know potential because well, I like- think, well, the, Colts, the Colts at number one I had
3: them taking uh Bryce Young but I can see the Colts staying down at number four and being comfortable with taking a guy like Will Levis. I can see almost anything happening in this top ten because you know, Josh McDaniels likes like to run that pocket passer system, which is oh, definitely God, yeah. what will <laughs> definitely what Will Levis is. And I mean showing with his arm and his accuracy and his passing velocity, throw power and everything, he seems like the most competent passer right now in the top in the top five, aside from CJ Stroud. And I feel like the Raiders will see that and they'll and they'll make that move to jump up to get Will Levis. And with Anthony Richardson, I've been seeing all the comparisons like he's like, oh he's Cam Newton 2.0 and everything. And I'd jump out and no say way. he almost is Cam Newton 2.0. I mean if you look at a lot of the things that he has, aside from you know winning uh, <laughs> at- attribute him? attributes. And everything about him was very similar to Cam Newton's Combine. I was seeing a lot of these things. Uh, Definitely not similar to uh, Rich Eisen's 40-yard dash.
2: It went slower this year, right? He was slower this year than last year?
3: Uh, Yeah, I think. Hey, Sam, do we have a breaking news thing going there? Sam, do we have a breaking news thing?
4: What is it? Do we have a breaking news thing? We got some breaking news.
0: Do we have breaking news?
4: Yeah, do some breaking Uh, news. I got breaking news.
0: I can do a drum roll.
4: Okay. You ready? <laughs> Texas Tech head coach Mark Adams has officially stepped down or been relieved of duties. As did, Texas they Tech they yeah, did they get beat by West Virginia earlier? Yeah. They did. They got beat by West Virginia, which I had. He was not coaching, though. Obviously, Adams had the uh, racial slur incident or whatever it was. I don't know why mm-hmm. I did that. That looked bad. Anyway, had the racial slur incident and had the uh, apparently had a bunch of uh, disputes with players, physical altercations. So there's that. Mark Adams is out at Texas Tech. Rick Patino, well, Texas Tech is yours, baby.
0: After about 9 they'll hire anybody.
4: Or they're going to hire uh, Beard back. I bet they hire Chris Beard back. So
2: Lane, real quick, I did want to go back to the mock draft before we dropped it as a whole. At number eight, you have the Falcons selecting Quentin Johnston out of TCU. Um, you know, last season during the whole gambling thing, they traded Calvin Ridley to yeah. the Jaguars. Um, I am somebody who weirdly has a lot of faith in the Falcons for next season. I, I don't. I I don't Bye, baby. Why
3: Shout out, Nolan. Up. Yeah,
2: rise up. I I don't understand why I have faith in the Falcons. I know they're going to finish like six and 11, but I I like the way that their roster would look in about three or four years. And I think the step starts now. Do you think that Quentin Johnson will play that dominant wide receiver role the same way Calvin Ridley did before his suspension? Or do you think that this is just going to be another person for Desmond Ritter to underthrow to?
3: um, Really at that spot in the draft, the Falcons can go one of, I'd say, three ways at receiver. You have... Quentin Johnston, you have Jordan Addison, and Jackson Smith and Jigba. And I can see you them be taking with you, any
4: three of those guys. I f- yeah, go ahead, Nolan. As a Falcons fan, they don't need a receiver. They need defense or they need a quarterback. It's one or the other. They need edge help. Really bad. They got no Desmond pass rush.
2: Desmond Ritter had a five No, he year. did
4: not. I'm sorry. I watched him. He was not that good. He's not very His good. His
0: stats aren't bad.
4: They're not good. He had, a t- he had one touchdown in four games. He couldn't get in the end zone. That's a pretty important part. But then again, Arthur Smith runs one of the dumbest, most, you know, backwards offenses I've ever seen. It's so behind, dude. Yeah,
3: but but back to what I was saying before, Nolan goes on a rant about the Falcons. You know, Um, I'm going to go
4: on a rant about the Falcons eventually. You know, okay,
3: but the thing that I can see, well, of course the Falcons took Drake London last year, who's a bit more physical downfield receiver, similar to what Quentin Johnson is, although when we saw – him at TCU this year, he was used on a lot of, you know, across the field, across the field passes and everything. And he was very dominant at that. And I can see them taking a guy like Jordan Addison to fill in that slot position that Calvin Ridley left wide open, or you can move Drake London down with that bigger size and physicality, quite like the Steelers did when they drafted Juju Smith-Schuster and what propelled him into being a top receiver.
0: You had to mention the Steelers, didn't you?
3: Well yeah that's that's one that's one instance that I know. The only other one that I'd say of the best like big guys
4: going out of the slots probably Devontae Adams. Hey Luke, how are the Packers doing right now? Yeah, shut up. New um, York Jets, baby. J E T S Jets, Jets, Jets. Yeah, so uh the Jets have flown out to
2: California to be with Aaron Rodgers, and mm. I'm going to speak publicly for Packers Nation. So, what I'm about to say, no, I'm about you to... just stepped into
0: a large role. Yeah, man, you got, <laughs> you got it.
3: Packers Nation. Cheesehead. Luke, Lukehead. Luke, Luke. Luke.
0: No, 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 no. That, that, is a, that, that city is owned by the town of Green Bay, and you've never been within 50 miles of Green Bay. You don't I'm have permission to speak. I am
2: a
4: shareholder. No, you're not.
0: I have
2: I have a percent sharehold in Green Bay Packers. I will send you a link to my shareholding document. Send it we'll right now
4: it. while we're on this podcast. While we're on this podcast, send me the, send me the link. Let me speak for Steeler Nation now. You can't do that. Oh, oh, my God. Lane, you can't do that. Every time you <laughs> speak for Steeler Nation, it comes off rambly and like, Kenny Pickett's going to be the MVP next year and something crazy. Maturing Before, is realizing that Kenny Piggott's the next uh, Johnny Unitas. Mr. Trubisky was not that bad. Let me just let's just get that straight real quick. Can we, can we get a bill? Uh, we some comparison
0: for Kenny
2: Pickett, please? While I'm looking <laughs> for this, I am going to speak. I have been alive since the year 2004. I did not really Fact. watch. I did not really watch football until around 2013. The first nine years, I didn't really care. And then I went on a trip to Disney World with a few of my friends. Let me start by saying this. I've always been a Packers fan, but for like the first two weeks that I started watching football, I wanted to be weird and different. So I just randomly cheered for the Carolina Panthers. I just wanted them to do well. And then, But then my friend was like, hey, I'm a Green Bay Packers fan. You need to be one too. And I agreed. Um, And so I started watching Packers games. For the... For the majority of my fandom, Aaron Rodgers has had the entire city just in the, in the cup of his hand. Every off season, it feels like he does the same thing. And there is a term for it, but we are a family-friendly channel. But I'm going to put it in the chat. If I put it in the chat, will the viewers be able to see it?
0: I have uh, absolutely I no so. idea, but that's a risk I'm willing to take.
4: already so marked is explicit, so go ahead. Yeah. Yeah,
2: so that's what he does. I can say that? Yeah. Yeah, you can say that. You can absolutely he say blue-balls that. Us. He blue balls us every single year. Here's here's a here's a, here's a a document of the Aaron Rodgers lifestyle. He goes on the Pat McAfee show. He says, oh, I haven't made any decisions yet. He, like, turns off his phone and digs himself underground and smokes just a lot of drugs. Just a lot of drugs. He's on crack. He's, he's on, crack. on every drug known to man. <laughs> he's he definitely done acid. Out. He comes back out. The Packers publicly plead for him. He says, Oh, I'm still not sure. I start to get comfortable with the idea of a backup coming in. And then the opening day, he's still on the Packers. As a Packers fan, I'm going to speak. I am ready for the Jordan Love regime to start. I hope. Whoa, start oh, buddy. I, I hope. he does not go to an NFC team. If he goes to the Jets, we we don't play him next season. And I I believe that we don't play him for the next two seasons since we played him Mm -hmm. this year. So if he goes to the Jets, here's my prediction. If he goes to the Jets, he signs a two-year contract so that he can play the rest of his career without ever having to play against the Packers. But uh, So he never rivals the Packers, but he still gets to play football for two more years without retiring. So that's just my opinion on what I think he should do. I believe that Jordan Love really does have a good amount of talent. The preseason games that he's played, I've watched with great fondness. Uh, we have we have a super young team, and don't get me wrong. If if the if if it's time for Aaron Rodgers to leave and it's time for the Love regime, we're not going for the Super Bowl next season. It would become a rebuild. A rebuild. But no. It's, yeah. It's not one that's going to be painstaking. It's not one that's going to take a long time for me. We have Christian Watson. He's good. We have him for a few years. You know, Robert Tanyan, uh, I'm sure we're going to renew his contract. Jair
3: Alexander.
2: Yeah, like our team is mm-hmm. not going to be bad. Are I, you, I
4: mean, Rashawn Gary, I think, is going to be a free agent. But they i got to add, to i got to add, to what yeah, Packers fans in the organization, if they do that next year, are going to have to just be comfortable with the fact that they're not going to make the playoffs next year. And they're probably not going to have a winning record. So you cannot fire Lafleur just because of that. LaFleur's a good coach. I'm, I mean, I don't know where all this stuff comes from all the time about how he's so terrible of a coach. Matt LaFleur's a good coach. I think you got to hold on to him.
3: But, I, I mean, I heavily respect the Packers organization. I mean, as a Steeler fan, that kind of rival us, honestly, as one of the best organizations in the NFL. And I, and I like to claim that both of them, like, share that title. And what about what the Atlanta Falcons, is,
4: huh?
3: Awful. And what I was going <laughs> to say is that um, – I think that the same thing going with the Packers, I'm trying my hardest not to bring this over into Steeler territory, but I'm saying that it's almost kind of like what the Steelers are going through everything, finding your new identity while a Hall of Fame quarterback departs you. And it's not going to take that long for the Packers to rebuild a team and possibly get back up to that level. You see Mm -hmm. for a ton of teams, it only takes one or two free agent signings and boom, they're right back up. But I think if the Packers can make a splash move and, you know, actually start drafting high-quality receivers, then – Oh,
4: God. <laughs> oh, they're one of the worst – they have quietly been one of the worst teams at drafting talent.
2: Well, That's why I think
4: I'm skeptical of Love right now. Historically, historically they've been like great. The
2: last, in, like, the last five years, we've just been really terrible about anything. We don't really oh, yeah. make big offseason season splashes. We don't sign big names. Um, there was rumors about J.J. Watt coming to play for us. He went to the Cardinals. You know, like every single year, I, I'm on pretty much every Packers forum to ever exist. I hear that we're about to become the next Pro Bowl team pretty much, and then we just show up in our opening day rosters the same as it was since 2013.
4: Like, a, really, you're not getting any younger either.
2: We haven't changed our roster at all. So I like Christian Watson. I like Robert Tanyan.
3: We Romeo Romeo Dobbs came on at
2: the end of the year, and he was really good. Yes. Here's what needs to happen for the Green Bay Packers. We need to make a decision about one of our running backs. It needs to be Aaron Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't need to be A.J. Dillon. No. A.J. Dillon is fine. It does not need to be him. He needs to And
3: A.J. Dillon will also play off that rookie contract for a while. I feel like you'd have to address Aaron Jones' contract because he's going to be wanting big money. Okay, oh, but yeah. that's...
2: That's fine. Keep him until he wants that big money. But if, if, if you're okay, let's say you're the Steelers. Would you take a trade that involved AJ Dillon because it involved him? Yeah. He's a pretty good running back. The Green Bay Packers are historically not a running team. I mean, we ran a little bit when we had 500 pound Eddie Lacy. like, um, yeah, that <laughs> that's fine. But he was also like a, like a refrigerator out there running around. Um, but if, if we're running a one running back offense and really we're only putting them on, like, drag routes for Aaron Rodgers to throw the occasional touchdown pass to, get put them in a trade piece, trade for a second-round pick, use our first and this new second, trade into the top ten, get somebody like Jackson Smith and Jigba, and just ride off into the sunset. Like, Robert Tanyan cannot play the role of, let's say, Mark Andrews or Travis Kelsey or mm-hmm. even, like, or, or like... I don't know, George Kittle. But he can play that, like, mid-tier tight end that's pretty good at blocking and pretty good at receiving. We have Aaron Jones, who really should be in the conversation for a Pro Bowl every year. We have Justin – or we have Jordan Love, who I'm really high on. And we have a solid set of, like, young receivers. And our defense – our defense in the last half of the season played phenomenally well. Like, we're not the best defense in the NFL, don't get me wrong. But, like, that second game, or the second game we played that season against the Vikings, where we beat them like 45 to 7 or whatever it was, our defense played just phenomenally that game. If we have that defense show up and we have this young offense, two or three years before we're back destroying the division.
4: Hmm. Well, that's another thing I was going to bring up, though, is that even in the midst of a rebuild, like, the Packers are going to be in a division that's not going to be getting any easier anytime soon. Like it's it, if anything, it's going to get even harder because the Vikings, obviously, I don't think they're going to go anywhere. My the Vikings Lions are being revitalized. The Vikings, so- by the way, might need a new quarterback. We'll just keep that on the low. Uh, and uh, the Bears, I mean, they got Fields. Yeah, they got Fields. I'm not. They're not. They should not trade Justin Fields. That'd be ridiculous. They got Fields. They need to get him some weapons, and then they're going to be rolling. So, you know, I, they can. They got to really handle this correctly. I think. If they're going to be, you know, competitive. All right, I'm out, Jack, because we're rolling
0: up in this forty-five minute mark. So, whenever you guys want to wrap this up, let's do that.
2: Let's well, go about I five or
4: to, ten more minutes.
0: Let's do. Let's do. Let's talk about one last
2: thing. Um, recently, Colin Cowherd released his top ten NFC quarterbacks list. I don't know if you all have seen this list, but to me, at first glance, it's a bad list. So, top most list, of his are. <laughs> Well, l- let's just l- let's just listen to it. The best quarterback that Colin Cowherd says is in the NFC is Matthew Stafford.
4: What? Which, which Stafford? Excellent is choice. Probably,
2: Stafford is probably in the top four. He is I, not. I don't remember.
4: know. I don't and know. He's he not five. This year. I don't even. I, I don't know. This year's awful. He was like also concussed I mean, half the year. So I mean, yeah, but even when he was healthy and he knew where he was, he, I don't think he knew how to throw a football. He looked awful.
3: And
0: the thing is, that's not a testament. And yeah, to he, how he Stafford
4: is coming, coming off a ring, though. Like
0: that's not how. Yeah, like, he's coming off a ring. That's not a testament to how Stafford has been throughout his career. Stafford has been a great quarterback before. He's
2: just maybe you do no, put no, him like, in
4: the top five because of the Super Bowl. Maybe you do put him in the top five because of the Super, <laughs> of the Super Bowl.
2: No, but I don't think you all understand. Jalen Hurts is number one this past season. Jalen Hurts is obviously
4: number one. It's not even close. It's not even close. And really, he has... (laughs) I can't believe Stafford over Hurts.
2: He hasn't put... put, Okay, we have a group chat that we talk about sports in almost all day long, and the boys know how I feel about this gentleman. But I'm already ready to put Brock Purdy in the top eight.
4: I don't think he's going to be the starter next year. I I don't think he starts. Uh,
2: Okay, number two, he put Jalen Hurts. That's fine. He should be one. Number got destroyed. Number three,
4: Jared Goff. Yeah, I agree. No, I put. I I told. Look, I said this on one of our early. (laughs) I said this on one of our early stuff in it, and me and Luke got like yelling at each other, like one of our first ever episodes of anything. Jared Goff is a top ten quarterback in the NFL. No, so no. Um, Jared yes.
2: Goff probably deserves to be number four, but the list in front of him is so different. I'm going to read the rest of the list, and then we can kind of make ours. Number four. The only thing guys. that I was
3: going to say was that I feel you guys aren't going to like me for this one because I know you guys really don't like this player. I don't like him, but I'm not going to discredit the fact that aside from this season, dudes Loki been Highly underrated as a great quarterback is Dak Prescott. I, so, I mean, I've, uh, always, I've always thought Dak Prescott was a really good quarterback. He's just not built for what the Cowboys pair? need. I agree. Is he top ten? So, I'd put him on the cusp. I'm
2: gonna read off this is list. One, he has Goff at three, Kyler Murray at four, Dak at five, Carr at six, oh. Kirk at seven, and Geno at eight.
4: What the hell. So that's a
3: terrible. I want what, Colin, Kaepernick, I want what Colin Cowherd is uh, smoking, not what Colin Kaepernick is smoking. <laughs> um, this is probably awful. <laughs>
2: Colin, Kaepernick, Colin Kaepernick is smoking on the kneeling during the anthem pack.
4: Uh oh. Controversy surrounds was, ass.
2: I didn't say it was good or bad. I just said he was doing it. Anyway,
0: um, he was doing it. He probably still is. There still was. He absolutely was doing it.
2: But here's here's what I got to say. Kirk Cousins
4: got to be in the top three. No, 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 no. put Kirk Cousins in there. Did you watch the wild card game? Did any of you watch the wild card game? Okay, look, listen. the quarterback cannot perform in clutch, they don't belong anywhere near the top three. They don't belong in the top five hardly.
2: Okay, well then Jalen Hurst, Jared Goff, Kyler Murray, Dak Prescott – Carr, Cousins, Geno, none of them deserve to do it.
4: Jalen Hurts performed in clutch all year.
2: Does Geno Smith deserve to do it because of how poorly he played against the Niners in the playoff game? I mean, they almost beat him. He wasn't
4: in clutch, though. When he was in clutch, he was okay. Okay, what about Derek Carr? Derek Carr is is not a clutch quarterback. Kirk Cousins
3: underthrew Hawkinson for, like, that thing that was going to win him that was going to get him a first down. Yeah, he he threw a
4: three-yard pass on a fourth and eight. He threw a three-yard
2: pass. Here is the people in my top eight. It is in no particular order, but here's the people in my top eight. Um, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put Jalen Hurts there. I'm gonna put Jared Goff there. I'm gonna put Kirk Cousins there. I'm gonna put Dak Prescott there. I'm gonna put uh, Aaron Rodgers there. There's no saying that he's gonna stay. If he leaves the NFC, mm-hmm. then he would be out of the list, of course. But as of now, he's in the well, NFC yeah. and he's a top eight quarterback in the NFC. Well,
4: yeah, I'm Cron- <laughs> he's Aaron Rodgers.
2: I'm putting Daniel Jones there.
4: No. Daniel Jones. I put Jimmy
3: Garoppolo over Daniel Jones. I'd say Jimmy Garoppolo is more deserving of like that. He got got a bag though. He he did. I
2: think he made more money this year than Patrick Mahomes did last year. I don't see that.
4: See, I don't understand that, but we can talk about that here in a second. And then I think that, uh,
2: so his list is the top NFC quarterbacks. I'm going to say that's based on talent and not performance. Because if we're going on talent and not performance, then I'm putting Justin Fields in that list too.
4: Yeah, yeah.
2: We, we should, should probably go Justin on performance. Fields have the stats and his team sucks, but Justin Fields is a and Justin
3: top Fields eight can player. either look like Michael Vick or Jamarcus Russell. It really depends on
4: how the team around him is playing. And I'm not kidding. Yeah, I, I, think got, of, I think he's I got. S- I think he's got some. I think he's got some serious yeah. issues with his arm. So, yeah.
2: Colin Cowherd. Four gentlemen here, invite us on the show. Um, we will not be like Lavar Ball when he joined that show. Did you all see that clip of Lavar Ball? Yeah, like,
4: that was like, fun. I miss um, Lavar. I miss Albert's Lavar. I, miss Levar. I really he did. He would speak
2: to. Uh, I can't remember her name. I'm so sorry. I have a lot of respect for her. This is not a. Do you all know it?
4: No. His female co-host. Um, I have I no idea. Her heard, no, I don't watch Joy. Joyce, isn't it Joyce? Or something? I have no idea. I, mean, I, I no thought idea. Lang I was know. like a genius on this stuff.
2: No. Yeah, so anyway, Colin Cowherd invite us to the show. Uh, we'll give these takes live to uh, more viewers than this will get. Um, and we'll remember your we'd like to thank- Yeah, we, We'll uh, figure
4: it out eventually.
2: We would like to thank Eli Finley for joining us today. Uh, as always, and by as always, I mean maybe starting now, I've been Luke Edmonds, Sam, Lane, Nolan. Thank you all for watching. It has been a great ride. It will start to become a great ride. Amateur statistics.
4: Amateur Statistics Scholar, episode one. Thank you all so much. Have a nice
0: day.